Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 66 of the Sports Run On Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the NBA, but not the NBA in season. We're going to be talking about the NBA Summer League. If you didn't know, take a look, spend a little bit of time breaking down what exactly the NBA Summer League is and why it is important to the NBA season. In essence, what the NBA Summer League is, is the NBA Summer League is... Oh, wow, I said that a couple times. <laughs> It is a, um, it's kind of a training ground for the new recruits and players who are not, it's kind of like if you're a baseball fan, it's kind of like the minor leagues, because like you, you play it, you, you play in like the pros, like, well, not really, well, yeah, the people like LeBron, Steph, they don't play in the, in the, in this league, but the rookies do, which is why that's the one I was trying to get at, the point of why this is such a big deal for the NBA as a whole. Because this is where we get we get we first get to see what the rookies from this year's draft look like, without having to wait until the start of the next NBA season like we would have to in some other sports. Instead, we get to see the summer league, which goes on. There's tournaments and there's different things where you are able to see many different players who you wouldn't normally be able to see until the start of the season. But instead, you get to see them early because of the summer league. They're, these summer league games, I mean, they're not honestly for like they're not obviously you want to have the best record possible, and it just started. But I mean, just gonna give you guys some of like the breakdown of the summer league. At, I mean, it just started last Sunday, so the summer league obviously has not been going on for that long. But I just want to highlight some of the big name guys who you who they were really looking for performances from because they were top draft picks in the draft. And people are really looking forward to them having to be a big deal for their team upcoming. So they're very excited to see, like, are they the real deal? Like, was it a good idea to draft this certain pick? Which I, I think I like the Summer League. I think it's a very good idea for a sport to have as, like, a little way for them to for everybody to see the players that they are going to have on their team in the upcoming season. Obviously, in the NBA, you have preseason, but that's which is also going on right now. But that's obviously not until the season gets there. Like it's not until a couple of weeks from the season. <clears throat> Excuse me. Obviously, the NBA season is we're closer to the end of the last NBA season than the beginning of the next one. Meaning that we are um, meaning that this would be the we, this would be a big chance for coaches and fans to see what all these guys have in store for them going forward. And seeing if, as I said before, the worry is always with these NBA players and the MLB draft and the NBA just all, and the NHL and all drafts that have to do with, um, just all drafts that have to do with pro sports, where you're drafted from a college or from some type of league, have it be the G League or overseas, and you come play. These people who are fans of these certain teams are like, man, that was a bad draft pick. Man, that was good. That's why the entire draft is televised. Or well, most of the draft, or pretty yeah, pretty much all of the major drafts are televised, just based on the fact that everybody wants to see who the next generation of player on their team is going to be, and especially because of the fact of when it comes to the draft, there are a lot of trades that are going to be made in the NBA. Like I'll give you a certain player for draft picks for going forward, or I'll give you a player and we get to switch draft picks because instead of having the twenty twentieth pick in the first round, I want the third pick because I want. I want, or or I want like the whatever pick, like in the in the NFL, for instance. That's, it's like I want. I'll give you a receiver, and I'll I'll give you a receiver to flip picks with me. So I'll get I'll get a receiver, and I'll take the third pick whenever the, which you had because you had a bad um, season last year. Instead, I'll take this and get this receiver that you needed that you couldn't really find in the draft. So the the one team that they they, lo- they lose their draft spot. 
but they get the player that they were looking for, which is what these teams are going to try to give to the other team. They have to try to give the team what they want and what they think will be enough to give them enough to make it feel like worthwhile to give them that draft pick and so on and so forth. And not to mention, these draft picks are put into current players' deals. So no matter what, you're going to see some players, especially in the NBA this offseason, you see a lot of people going for draft picks down the road, like a 2022 sixth rounder or a 2023 fourth rounder, like something like that. So these draft picks are very interesting, obviously, because if you're not free agency and you don't have the money or cap space to build through free agency, the next smartest way for you to rebuild a team after you, say, have an off year or or not the year that you and your fans are looking for, the draft is an absolutely huge thing to try to rebuild. And, and as I said before, it's very important because these fans want to make sure that whoever these, um, especially if they're people that like from overseas, as the NBA is a good amount of the time, from France, Germany, wherever, um, just or um, I talked about um, Slovenia for Luka Doncic. He's been a big one from overseas. Chris Stapps Porzingis has been another one. Um, Joel Embiid and just many others that have come from overseas. So and and this this NBA because it, there's so many overseas players that you don't get to see in college because they just don't they don't play at an American college. They play in a pro league over there, then proceed to come over to here whenever they're at age because you can play earlier in the pros over there. So this is really a big deal, especially for the NBA, just based on the. What I'm trying to say is this is huge for the NBA more so even than some other, because they get so many players from other countries. The MLB is the exact same way with the players that, with so many of their NBA, MLB players, excuse me, so many of the players that make up the MLB being from the Dominican Republic, and and because they're from the DR and they play over, they play there. Um, it's you can't see them in college, so you don't really know exactly what's coming up. So it's having these minor leagues in the MLB and the, this summer league I'm about to talk about the scores for in the NBA really helps these fans feel better and kind of get to know the players that are going to be making up their team and are hopefully going to be taking some of the load off the team that that and help them really improve their record in the upcoming season. On the first, I'll just give you some score breakdowns, some players that were. Needed to watch over these last couple days. Looking first at August 8th, which was the first day that this summer league was in session, which was last Sunday. Um, the first game would, would probably be the Celtics and the Hawks. Peyton Pritchard, which Peyton, I just brought this one up because Peyton Pritchard, obviously, you know, he is not a rookie. Just like Obi Toppin, another guy that's not a rookie. Not It's not only rookies that play in these games. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just like the minors. It's just rookies. No, it's actually not. It's like the minors in the fact of actually it's not all just rookies. Peyton Pritchard from Oregon, he um, he was able to help the Celtics get a win in the, ver- in the opening game of the Summer League. If you didn't know, the Summer League takes place in Las Vegas. On the Hawks, to the team that the Celtics were able to beat was Jalen Johnson. He was a he was a top pick for them, and he ended up having twenty points and ten rebounds in his first time in an Atlanta Hawks like playing for them. So that that really helped them, gave them some confidence going forward. Up next, um, another top pick playing against a pick from a, a year before is Scotty Barnes, who is a if you, uh, who if you didn't know is a pick from Florida State in the draft. He had eighteen and ten as to as the Raptors were able to get a win eight nine seventy nine with the. As I said, a player from before the rap are the Knicks being led by Obi Toppin, who, obviously, if you know, he is from Dayton. He is, he he is not he was not in this most recent draft. Another big most recent draft is, is uh, the Charlotte Hornets. They got a shooting guard, James Bonite. He 19 points, four rebounds. They ended up losing to the Trailblazers, which was obviously you never want to start out on a loss. 
But I mean, they'll get they'll get it together. It's just kind of a, there's sometimes a learning curve, obviously, which is a big part of why this is even a thing. Is the learning curve that it takes to be able to um, the the learning curve that it takes just to be able to um, what am I trying to say? Like play at the NF, at the NBA level because obviously you know you're playing a, you're playing at a, a completely different level. Like you're the game is so much faster. Like it's so much. Um, it's more in some cases it's more aggressive. It's more labor intensive because the guys are bigger, the guys are stronger. Like it's it's and a lot of people would say it's very labor intensive. Um, uh, a more like it's more labor, just like any pro sports, way more intensive. It's more or not more intensive, but it's more intense just in general because the guys are older, they're more experienced, they're stronger. You can come in with people because in college you can come in. The most someone will ever have played is three years. You can come in here and you can have people. In some sports that are playing twenty plus years, so obviously it's just it's just a different feel having to do with coming jumping from college to the pros. So that's why these summer league are so big to see how that transition works for some of these stars, such as Jalen Johnson, Scotty Barnes, and others. I'm going to talk about as we go on. Knicks off. Just a couple other players to know. This is looking now at August 9th, which was yesterday. Just, I mean, it's just there's a lot of people like like Jalen sucks. Another big one that I want to talk about. Jalen sucks. Kyle Guy. You might know Kyle Guy. He went to the University of uh, Virginia, and then Jalen sucks went to the University of Gonzaga. You probably know both of them from um, the college whenever they played in March Madness. If you've been watching March Madness the last couple years. That game, I brought up that game because the Magic won because Suggs is such a highly recruited draft pick and because the Magic were actually able to win that game in overtime. So that was without a doubt one of the close 83-83 going into overtime. So obviously these aren't the highest scoring games. Like there's nobody, the, the most you're getting is like high, is like nine, like mid to high 90s. Some games are even as the um, Jazz and Suns, they won 63 to 57. So obviously, and as I said, the scores don't really matter. I just want to give you an update of how of how some of these players are doing. Jordan Nor- Nor- Norwa or he was from the University of Louisville. He had 30 and A's. The Bucks were able to beat the Clippers 81-78. So it's just many different. It's just many. What am I trying to say? It's just many different. It's just a way to see these new guys. As I said before, like how as I broke down earlier in the episode about how. Why did these um, the summer league is so important, and why the draft is so important for these guys, and to build and to build out these teams that going forward to be able to really help them build go from just being, which I mean the draft in a lot of cases can help turn like like can help draft incredible players. I mean like you have, you have like people like Michael Jordan who was drafted out of the University of North Carolina, and just many other many just many other people who like. Um, or a Larry Bird, Indiana State, Magic Johnson, Michigan State. Like these are some of the all-time greatest to ever play this game coming through this NBA draft and with the process of them being drafted helping these teams rebuild and re um, get ready for the next season. Hopefully if they can carry the load enough to be able to then maybe take that step like maybe they barely missed the playoffs last year, maybe adding that player that star player such as like a Scotty Barnes for the Raptors can help them make that leap from missing the playoffs to the first or maybe even the second round of the playoffs and just keep moving forward until they're able to build a championship team and then able to push for it with Scotty Barnes leading the way coming out of the draft. With that said, this was an NBA Summer League uh, spe- just NBA Summer League and um, just draft importance breakdown. But with that said, this is and season two, episode sixty six, the Sports Run On podcast.